So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 230 for January 12th, 2020. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. We have me. And that's it. Where can we find you, Andrew Rowe McFain? Just go over to that good old Rowe.website. website. Maybe someday it'll look better. Perfect. And you can, of course, follow me everywhere as Reaton. So Reaton on Twitter, Reaton on YouTube. <laughs> I almost I almost said Twitch. Uh, on YouTube, ReatonEntertainment.com. Uh, youtube.com forward slash read entertainment you can go to read and podcast on spotify or tuned in or anything like that press the follow button and you can get it downloaded every single week or other every other week sometimes uh, and uh, listen to it on your your device of choice so what games have you played this week um i mean nothing new or different i played more uh civ 6 Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, the AI in that game is really stupid. Yeah, they've always been pretty bad. Yeah, it's like I knew that. uh, So so something uh, a lot of people don't know whenever they play Civ is uh, the way that the difficulties work. So uh, as you would probably expect, there are settings in the AI to tell it to like be more prone to use nukes or to attack unprompted and stuff like that. But it only goes up to a certain point. And uh, eventually once you get up to difficulty levels around like eight, nine or 10, uh, the game just actively starts cheating. It it cheats. What? Yes. Uh, oh. So, instead of like making the ai more difficult up at that at that level it instead makes the makes it so that the ai starts out uh with more technologies than is normally possible uh with uh more gifted units uh so like they'll they'll start out with basically a small army whenever you have a settler and one warrior unit so I'm gonna interrupt like, you. I'm gonna interrupt you right quick. In a lot mm-hmm. of RTS games, not turn-based strategy like you're playing, but in a lot of RTS games, they actually um, make it more difficult for you at higher levels because the enemies get resources on a set timer instead of actually having to collect resources. Yeah. So, so it's really the same thing. Yeah, it's very similar where they just they have an advantage because they don't actually have to go out and do the thing. They just get it handed to them. So right. really what we're talking about is um eat the rich. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, yeah. I, I I didn't think we were going to have Connor on the show today. But, uh... <laughs> but yeah, it it's interesting that like because they, I only learned of this because of Civ Five, because there were efforts from the community to uh, try to improve some of the some of the AI, 
and in reading about that learned how it worked and it, it's just it's interesting to me that after all this time we still haven't really come up with a better way of of making strategy ai yeah it's not like, it's really it's still difficult right like that's why i'm not really worried about the robot revolution or anything <laughs> like that because we still can't program civ 6 to work correctly <laughs> Or and there's no. still there's still AI where people are running into wall the NPCs are running into walls and can't follow <laughs> well, you. That's so that's a, that was the best thing is one game that we were playing. Uh, I started attacking a city, and right. he had he had uh, an archer unit that uh, was defending the city, and they shot me one time, and then every turn after that the archer unit spent all of its movement moving one. Uh, one uh, hexagon to the left and then one hexagon to the right and then that was it that was all they did and this went on for a good like 10 turns or so where all they did is just move left and then right and that was their whole turn that sounds that sounds lovely lovely <laughs> i don't know what i did to break their ai but yeah they just they, they had no idea how to defend the city anymore interesting so, did you win? Have you won a game or actually completed a game? Because my problem with at least Civ Five is that I would get about halfway through a game, and then something would break. We would disconnect. Um, the save would get corrupted. Something, and we tried to load back in, and it was just like, nope, can't do that. So, the only time that I've been playing has been whenever my wife is hosting a game, usually playing with her sister. Okay. So the answer is no. I have not finished a game because typically what I'll do is I'll I'll join in and just pick a sieve that's already in the game, which created a couple of of fun moments where I joined in as Canada and I come in and like they're so far the the first time they're so far behind everyone else because for some reason they just insist on having this giant standing military even though no one's going to attack them. Canada has multiple advantages that make it to where attacking Canada is a terrible idea. Canada is very difficult to fight because you get you get penalties if you if you attack Canada. Right, right. So, like, I don't I don't know why they insisted on having this big standing army, and it's all like they're, they're like spearmen and shit. Whenever even the barbarians have guns. So like I what is this AI doing? And they have all of these like religious units just sitting within the borders, not spreading and I know this is like really really obtuse for somebody who's never played Civ. I've played Civ. But well, you know, people the listening. Listener. People listening, yes. Um, but like it, normally you'd have your religious units go out in the world and spread your religion and for some reason they just had this standing army of religious units. I don't know why. You know, I don't know to, what to, to, to be was fair. Thinking. To be fair, uh, that's the way religion should work. Is that you should just, <laughs> just all stay in their in the yeah? Wars. Just just shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't care if you're if you're a Christian. Just don't come to my house, okay? I will sit there and I will talk to you while in a bathrobe. And I will not let you leave. <laughs> like, no, well, no, tell me about Joseph Smith. <laughs> I, uh, as soon as I was in control again, 
I set about destroying all those Islamic heretics in the name of Catholic Jesus. <laughs> of course, <So>. of course. <laughs> um, so anyway, did you play anything else? You played Civ Six, World of Warcraft. Uh, very little World of Warcraft, really. Uh, played some more Uno. You know that Uno, uh, at some point, like uh, early last year, was more popular than Fortnite for a few days. That is what should happen. Yes, actually. <laughs> Uh, apparently everyone was really pissed off about some update that Fortnite did and so then a couple of really popular streamers started playing uno and then uno just kind of took I, off for i wonder like just a few days i wonder if it was when they they caused the black hole um when was, was that around spring i thought that I was have, in summer i think i don't i have no idea i have no idea i don't either but it might um, have been I was thinking maybe it was, it was that, but it was like March or April somewhere oh, okay. around then. Yeah, because they did the black that was hole. Really crazy. That's pretty cool. But there was there was a uh, there was actually a tournament on Twitch uh, a few days ago where a bunch of big name streamers went on, and it was like a twenty thousand dollar prize pool for playing Uno. That is amazing, considering there is almost no skill to Uno. Yeah, that was even the article was like, it's mostly a game of luck, but there are a lot of head games involved, which, yeah, like that's pretty much the only thing you can control is just the interactions between the players. Yeah. So like, granted, they also were playing with the seven zero rule, which uh, whenever I play with my friends, we don't use because it just makes the games artificially longer. What is the 7-0 uh, seven seven, rule? It's something that n I've never heard of anyone ever playing with, but it's uh, if you play, I think it's if you play a 7, uh, everyone cycles their hand clockwise. So you pass your hand to the person on your left. Oh. And, and if you play a 0, uh, you get to pick who it goes to. That's stupid. Yeah, you just swap hands with another player of your choice. Now, now is and, that yeah. built in? Is that built into the Uno game? Yes. So you can it's enable actually part it. of the default rule set. Oh, okay. Okay. I've never heard of anyone yeah, playing it was, that. Yeah, me neither. And it was really confusing whenever we started playing for the first time in a while. Because, like, one of us played a seven, and then all of a sudden we've got this fucking thing coming up, and all of our hands are swapping around, and what the fuck? There's, uh, there's a game that I played, a lot of people that I knew played when I was in high school, and I think it was called Mew or something like that, or Meow, I don't know. And um, it it's basically Uno, but they don't tell you the rules. So like there's different things that like if you put down a 5 you have to you have to do some action. But the whole point is that all the rules are secret and you just have to watch what other people are doing when they like put down a 5. Um so I think it I think with the 5 I'm not you're not supposed to tell people but uh, also uh, fuck those people who don't tell people. So like if you put down a 5 you have to like stutter and say like f f 5 of spades. As you put it down. So you, you say the card that you were putting down. And if you do a seven, you put down, you, you do something else. And so um, I remember a lot of people playing that. And I, 
at the time had the rules memorized. Now that's the only rule I remember. But I hate it. I hate that idea that like, oh, we're going to play a game, but nobody gets to know the rules until you just figure it out. I don't know. I think that would be a really fun uh, like online game because then you could have the rules even be like uh, randomized every time. Yeah, I mean, but but having it online would be it would be difficult to enforce rules like like the one I just said. So there would have but to yeah, be Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So, I I'm not sure how you would set that game up in the first place. That's yeah, intriguing though. You could you could still do something like that where if you put down a 7 something random happens or somebody has to click something or like if you put down Let's say you put down a seven and the next person has to put down an even card. They have to they can't put down an odd number. They have to put down an even number. Something like that. Uh Mao. Mao. That's it. That's it. That's the aim the is to get rid of all the cards in your hand without breaking certain unspoken rules. Yep. Yeah, it's basically Uno. Similar in structure to the card game Uno or Crazy Knights. Yeah. Yeah. Or Crazy Eights, rather. So, uh, like, I think I think the, the general rules are the same. So you can put down the same card or the same color. Um, or like, like a five or um, like a spade. But you can't change up In the In most card. variants of Mao, no unnecessary speech is allowed, and one may only speak when required to do so by the rules. Yeah. For example, if one plays a six of spades... One is required to say six of spades and will be penalized for not doing so. But if one says six of spades, I didn't forget this time, one will be penalized for the additional unnecessary speech. Um, yeah, yeah. So stuff like that. Um, it, it's it was this a, is I, really cute. I like this. Well, and here's here's the the kicker too about it. I think this is the part I hated the most. We played with another rule that was spoken was that whoever wins the game gets to on the next game gets to create a house rule. So they get it. So not only are you struggling to figure out what the rules are after somebody beats you because they know the rules and you don't, then they get to make another rule that you don't know. (laughs) And then the next time you play, you don't know if that rule was a house rule or if it was one of the rules (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> it's just it's yeah, I kinda hate it. I kinda hate the game. Anyway. I I love that. I like I like a lot of these. Like I, <laughs> some version of the game will require a player to tell the next player, have a nice day upon playing a seven. Yeah. Not doing so results in a penalty card. Yep. Yep. Um, I want to play this in like in like tabletop simulator. This well, sounds have, awesome. Have you ever played the game Elixir? No. So it's a game that's it's it's got similar traits to it, uh, but you're basically everyone's a magician and you're trying to get spell components, and each spell has a different number of components that requires like two, three, four, and um, you can then cast spells on people and you're trying to get to seven points. So, you know, you want to cast like three twos and then a one or something like that. 
but you cast spells on your opponents like you have to uh you cast a spell that for the rest of the game the person has to say uh what is it it's uh i do declare or for your information it's for your information before they talk at, at all and if they don't uh if they don't say for your information and somebody calls them out, they have to give one of their cards away. So like you can also stack them. So there's uh, like, like for your information, I do declare blah, blah, blah. Like you can stack them. And so I had, uh, everyone was casting spells on my friend Ricky once and he had like five things he had to say before he could make a statement. Uh, you can also do one where um, two people have to call each other pet names. So anytime they refer to the other <laughs> player, they have to call them like, sh- it's called schmookums or schnookums. <laughs> and so you have to say like, oh, honey, blah, 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 blah. So it's it's a pretty fun party game. Uh, and there's also, there's one that I remember where you have to hop around the table two times. Like on one foot, you have to hop around the table. <laughs> That's just silly. So just random stuff like that. So I really like Elixir, the game, too. Anyway, I'm going to move on uh, and talk about games I played this week, uh, which Fine. I played yeah. in I played an MMO as well. But first, I played Halo, Halo uh, full, uh, Reach, Halo Reach uh, on PC. I One night, I did really, really well. I had like plus 14 in one match. And the next night, I did really, really poorly, so that that took my confidence level down quite a bit. I also played Halo 2 online on my Xbox using um the the Kai Link or whatever it's called. Direct, uh, yeah, yeah. Link, Link X Kai or whatever. Yeah, and um, I'm terrible at that game now with the controller. Well, yeah, yeah, it's because you're using a controller. Yeah, I I got and one also, kill. Everyone who's still playing online using kai x link x x mahina yeah like they're they're obviously going to be like the people who are halo 2 purists who have never stopped playing halo 2 so you're gonna get trashed oh yeah yeah exactly so anyway i played it i just played it a little bit i just wanted to see if it worked right um on my original xbox i did get chimp to work on one of my original xboxes and I was able to get the um, hard drive copied over and got a 250 gig hard drive in there now. So that's pretty cool. But I've tried it on two other Xboxes, and for some reason it won't work. I can't get huh. Chimp working. I've got the soft mod working. The soft mod is fine. But when I try to load up Chimp, and I think it might just be my capture card because a Chimp goes into a really weird... Uh, resolution and that might be causing it to mess up so i may have to just like hook it putting through composite or component component oh yeah it might be like but it worked doing some weird shit but it worked for my other one but are they different hardware revisions yeah because the remember the first one was the um 1.6 mm-hmm yeah, so that that might be it. I may have to uh get like a CRT and try to do it. So anyway, um and then the the MMO I played this week. I actually started it up last night 
and I'm actually playing it right now, though I'm not actually, because I have the, I have the volume turned on the, all the way down, and it's running in the background. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies. What? Yeah, and I'm playing Star Wars Why? Galaxies. Why? Uh, I don't know. That's... <laughs> I, I, so I actually played Star Wars Galaxies when it was still out a little bit. And I played after the combat update was released. So part part way through Star Wars Galaxies, they're like, man, we we want players to be, we want it to feel more like World of Warcraft, but not so much like World of Warcraft that it'll drive the player base away. So we're gonna do the combat update, which is gonna tweak combat and make it a lot easier to go out and and farm stuff, and it's not gonna be as as difficult, the combat's going to be a lot more streamlined. And everyone hated it. I did not hate it, because I had started with the combat update. I was like, whatever. However, um, about six months after I started playing the game, they came out with the next generation update, which was, we're going to make Star Wars Galaxies into World of Warcraft. Oh, dear. And so instead of, hey, you get a pick, like you want to be an entertainer, you can be an entertainer. You want to be um, a scout, you can start as a scout and do whatever. Like you could, because you could mix your stats in the original Star Wars galaxies. So you could be an entertainer, but also have some in scout so you could fight still. Or uh, you could be a scout, but also like a marksman and combine your stats that way. Um, the NGE made it so that you picked, you start out, you're a Jedi, you start out, you're, you're a scout and, uh, it, oh, yeah, killed, the, remember, it killed the game. I remember like, cause being a Jedi initially was like, not just a thing you chose. Right. Right. So the way like, that you would get a Jedi originally you had to go through like a really long and tedious quest line to get your lightsaber. Well, not even that. Not even just the long and tedious quest line. Figuring out what you had to do was impossible. And that was even that was even if your character turned out to be force sensitive because that was like just something you didn't get to pick, right? I think I, I feel like that was a thing. It was I, like that you I could don't, find out your character wasn't force sensitive. I don't remember if if that's the case. Uh, for some reason, because I again I never played before the combat update, and I think the combat update changed a lot of stuff. But I do remember that not only did you have to go and um, do the quest line, you also had to raise up certain stats all the way to like certain combat stats stats all the way up to maximum, and for each character, it was different. So it was a randomized stat. So it couldn't just be like, okay, you have five stats you have to raise, which it was five, I believe. And you have to get each one of them to master. However, uh, it wouldn't just like, for me, it may be polearm and a bunch of other stats, right? But for you, it might be blasters you have to raise all the way to max. And there was almost no way of finding out what it was except for just grinding every single stat to master. Uh, eventually, they put in holocrons that you could find from killing enemies. 
and you could get four holocrons that would tell you the four out of five of the stats you had to raise up to to become a Jedi. There's still so one. I'm... What? What was that? <laughs> uh, I'm reading. I'm reading how this used to work. Okay. And this is fucking incredible. I know, right? So I, I was, I was, I was, I was off base on how force sensitivity worked. Right. But yeah, it's uh, like it is completely down to grinding. You uh -huh. just have to generate force sensitivity over time. Oh, but, okay. Like that's the easy part. Right. Right. Because yeah. then there's all this other shit that you have to do. Like, but but the craziest thing to me is that you you can spend all this time, like weeks to months, working on creating a Jedi, but the number of Jedi that can exist on a server at any one time is limited to a certain number, and that character can't respawn once they become a Jedi. Yeah, so so they they're yeah they'll die if they die then yeah. Yeah. If if a Jedi dies, they don't come back. And so like this this uh really old ass forum post that I'm reading, uh like one of the first things it says is never tell anyone that you're a Jedi. Because they will kill you. Don't wear the robes, don't equip your saber, just just hide it until you absolutely need to use your force powers. Because it, otherwise you're going to become a target. You know what? You know what I like about that? Is that is what would happen in the movies? Yeah, like that—that's the coolest shit. Is like, like this feels so much more real to like a Star Wars game than the arcadey bullshit that uh, they have nowadays. Well, like, okay, so, so because the the timeline, it, it the timeline's a little screwed up because they introduced a couple. Uh, expansion packs that kind of messed up the timeline, but the the general timeline, I believe, is supposed to be between A New Hope and um, Empire Strikes Back. I believe that's when the timeline's supposed to be, and so this would be a time when, if you're a Jedi, you wouldn't, you would be in hiding if you were a Jedi. So I actually really yeah. like that. And also, I don't know what that background noise is. Background noise. You had just a little bit of background noise. Uh, I don't know. Okay. So anyway, I, I there I was going around Mixer yesterday and I was like just scrolling through random games uh, of people playing games. And I was like, Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> and I knew that I've known for a while that they have a, a Star Wars Galaxy emulator out there where basically they just are hosting their own servers. And uh, I go in, and and the people are like, "Oh yeah, come come on uh, our server and and hang out. It's pretty well populated." I was like, "Okay," and I was they they linked to a forum post that showed how to install the game, and in the forum post it says you have to have your original copy of Star Wars Galaxies. You can't <laughs> you can't use the fourteen day free trial uh, patcher. You can't use uh, a torrented ISO or anything. You have to use your original copy of Star Wars Galaxies. Now, this may shock you. So they say. You, this may shock you. <laughs> I don't have my original copy of Star Wars Galaxies anymore. It got lost in the ether. 
However, I can confirm that a torrented version of it does work. <laughs> yeah, it's like the those the whatever you get an emulator and it's like don't download BIOS off the internet and then you immediately download the BIOS off the internet. <laughs> exactly. But uh it runs it runs perfectly fine. And one runs way better than it did on my computer in 2004, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, I would hope. So, I I really like I I like keeping old shit like this. So is it I guess it's still like post combat update patch though. No, right? no, 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 no. Oh, it's before okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that that's cool. Yeah, pre CU right. is what they call. So if you want to play Star Wars Galaxies with me, Aroa, it's free. <laughs> no. Come on. It'll be fun. Uh it you it, know I, what I thing. what I wish what I wish could be done, but can't be done. Like it could be. But it's so just infeasible. Is uh, the Matrix Online? You know, I I'd think like they're working that on that. I'm sure that somebody is, but the problem is that it can't be the same. It literally can't, because that game did something that like is so far beyond what I would expect out of any MMO nowadays, and which would I would love if they if they did it again. But they had people role playing in the game. Oh like yeah, employees who would role play as oh. characters in from the franchise in the game. So, so uh, like, well, let's let's take a look. I just found the Matrix Online emulator, and it's uh, the last post was Happy New Year, twenty seventeen. <laughs> uh, they added the ability to end uh, game creation, character creation, and deletion now work. That's the update. <laughs> Uh, All you, right. you can jump, use the hyper jump, <laughs> hyper sprint, hyper speed, uh, communication bugs such as no longer receiving responses, infinite code, empty screen should be fixed. You can now use archivist to get in and out of construct constructs, constructs, construct, and you can equip clothing and weapons. That was the last update. In January of 2017. Well, so I think maybe, just maybe, uh, it might be dead. Let's, it might uh, let's be. Let's check the forums. Living That's what I'm looking. Whoa. I'm looking at right now. Ooh, there are still posts in the forums, bro. I know. I see. There's still posts. I just don't know what's going on. Um, like. The last one I see is September in the announcements, September of 2019. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Well, I mean that's still not too te- too terrible. It's only a few months old, right? And it was the go to the first unread post of Guide for Dummies version 2.0. There was another one that was um Guide for Dummies version 3.0. So I don't know how well this is going to work. Anyway, uh, I played Star Wars Galaxies. It was, it was uh, interesting, and I'm still letting. So I, I leveled up an inner, or I started out with an entertainer, and uh, don't don't do that. Just just don't don't do that. That's it takes forever. I am getting roughly. I've been I've been performing, uh, since we started. It's been about forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I have made five, six hundred experience points. Okay, you just you're just standing in one place, just going. 
for for the last several hours. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in so I have one thousand six hundred sixteen experience points. In order to get my next level, I require five thousand experience points. <laughs> So you're well on your way. In order to get level three on this, I need 15,000 experience points. Well, In, uh, eventually uh, you'll you'll learn how to play a second instrument at the same time and it'll double your XP generation. Perfect. Uh, and then to get mark uh, mus- musicianship level four, it's 45,000 experience points. And then, like eventually, you'll be you'll just be a one man band at some exactly. point, and you'll just be blasting out the experience points. Like, you, well, I don't well, know what the end goal here is, but so, at least you could play a lot of things. At so, once. so the end goal is you can you're a bard, basically. You can buff your yeah, team. Yeah. Um. In order to get novice musician, it requires fifty thousand experience points. So I have to get like a hundred and fifty thousand experience points to get. The ability to buff people because you cannot buff people until you're a novice musician. (laughs) So don't do it. Don't don't just start hitting things. It's way better. Just just start it. Now we're going to move on to stories because we've been talking for we have been 33 minutes, 33 minutes about nothing much, much to do about nothing. So let's talk about Vermont. Vermont, a Vermont Democrat, has introduced legislation to ban cell phone use by anyone under the age of 21. He is doing this as a troll. Sometimes uh, politicians will do things and introduce legislation as a troll. There was one a while back, a female. uh, She was against, obviously, against abortion bans in states like Georgia and Alabama. And so she introduced legislation that would uh, penalize anybody, any man who masturbated because they, they were killing millions of potential lives. Okay. So, so, uh, so it's, uh, it's so, meant to like make a point. Okay. Exactly. So th- that's what this person is doing. Now the bill, uh, the proposed legislation S212 would forbid anyone from 21 p- from possessing or using a cell phone and carries penalties for up to one year in prison and or a $1,000 fine. Uh, it points out that detrimental effects of teenage cell phone use, including cyberbullying and dis- distracted driving. However, lawmakers are not likely to pass the bill. Now, here's the reason. And I want you to, I, I want you to know that this is fucking stupid. The Democrat is mad because there is a gun law that is going that has been passed in the uh, Vermont House. And the gun law would restrict anyone under 21 years of age from not having a gun or from getting a gun. So anybody under the age of 21 cannot buy a gun unless they go through a hunter's safety course. Which to uh, me seems fucking reasonable. Yeah, that that seems completely fair. Yeah. If yeah. anything like 
it should just make it to where you have to pass a safety course to own a firearm. Yeah, it says here, in 20, it says in 2018, the state passed a law banning anyone under 21 from buying a firearm unless they have passed a hunter safety course, which Rogers, the guy, the guy who said it opposed. Uh, even the language of S-212 sarcastically bashes the gun ban. In light of the dangerous and life-threatening consequences of cell phone use by young people, it is clear that persons under 21 years of age are not development developmentally mature enough to safely possess them. Okay, but here's the difference. Cell phones have a purpose. Cell phone, there, there, is, a, there is a purpose. No, that's, that's, no, that's even too much. Because the thing is, you can't bring a cell phone into a building and and throw it at someone and kill them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> e exactly. And that's what I was saying. Cell phones have a purpose. With with cell phones, you the purpose of cell phones is to make phone calls or text messages or watch YouTube or, or something of that nature. They also have GPS, so parents can keep track of where their kids are. They... Uh, Yes, people get distracted by by driving and texting, and that's a bad thing, and we need to have laws that are against that, which they already do in a lot of states. Guns can only do one thing. The, there's only one thing they can do, and that is fire a bullet at something and break whatever that bullet goes into, whether it's a human, an animal, a, a pot... A, a wall, um, this stupid congressman, uh, <laughs> don't do that. I do not encourage that, but it's, it's, this is stupid. Like that's a, that's a completely fair law where you have to go through a hunter safety course, which even most gun owners think that you should go through a hunter safety course speak. So you can, yeah, I so you can reasonably I, learn how to control a gun. I live in a generally gun-friendly area. Yeah. And I don't know anyone who owns a gun who would say otherwise to you needing to go through some kind of training course before you're allowed to own one. Right. Like, in, in Illinois, you have to get a, uh, a FOID card to be able to own a gun. And to get a FOID card, you you have to pass like a course that takes literally an afternoon. Yeah, and then congratulations, you can you can buy a gun now. Exactly. That's so, and that's pretty much. I think I think a hunter safety course is like two weeks or some shit. It's so it's probably it's probably more or less just here's what a rifle looks like. Here's where the safety generally is. You want that to be on when you don't want to kill something. Here's how you kill something with it. You point this in at the thing you want to kill, and then you pull this trigger, and then it dies. Like, I I don't know why it's so difficult to accept the idea of, like, hey, maybe people should at least be educated on how to use these things that kill things before we allow them to use them. Like, It's fun. If you read through the comments, you can see that the majority of these people never read the entire article. Like, uh, yeah, that's not. Yeah, like this this comment. Well, this is the state that elects crazy Bernie, so not surprising, I guess. And it's like, you didn't read the 
fucking article. Uh, anyway, um, the bill also mentioned suicide rates, which was a talking point used in another gun control proposal that imposed a 24-hour waiting period on gun sales. Why? Like, that's again, that sounds reasonable. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we just don't love America enough, and that's why we want people to not have guns. And, and you know, like the whole fucking Second Amendment rights thing. It's like fucking the Second Amendment is supposed to be so that we can have a, a militia. militia. Yeah, a well. So that we can take down the government. A well-regulated militia. Yeah, that's it. That's that. That's all. That's about that has nothing to do with you being able to jerk your gun off. Yeah, has nothing to do with it. I people get really mad when I tell them that they should just stop jerking off over the American flag and guns. But uh, you know that's that's me. Anyway, stupid law that the guy obviously he doesn't want to pass it. He's just trying to make a point, and the point is fucking stupid. I wish I could tell him that. I, I wish I could go and tell this guy that he's really stupid. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the FBI and Apple again. Cause this... Oh boy, here we go again. So uh, we reported on this. What was Alternative that? Alternative title should be, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> so the FBI is asking Apple to break the encryption on an iPhone again. Uh, and Apple said no. Basically, uh, it's this is from TechSpot as well. The other story was from TechSpot. The, the FBI has two iPhones that it believes are linked to it, the deadly shooting that happened in Pensacola Naval Base in Florida last month. The FBI has reportedly asked Apple to help in unlocking the devices. Uh, Apple said no, because no. Says uh, they obtained a warrant to search the devices, which are password protected. According to NBC News, they've attempted to unlock the device using available tools and brute force methods, but has but they have been unsuccessful. You know, they still haven't probably gone to people who could actually do it. And they're probably like, oh, well, we tried. Can you just unlock it for us, please? <laughs> Come on. But again, we we spoke about this before. It would create a bad precedent. If if you go and, like, if you are Apple and you go and unlock these devices for the FBI, then you're creating a bad precedent where they know that, hey, you did this for us before. You have to do it for us again. So it is best for Apple to not do that. Because well, and, and what's that? The other part of it, though, is it like to be able to just because it. it it's bad wording on on a lot of people's parts here to say that Apple can just magically unlock the phone because that's not how how it works. Right, right. What Apple has to do is compromise their own security on the device. Yeah. To then allow it to be unlocked through brute force methods, because like the way that iPhones are generally set up, especially if you're involved in in some shifty shit like this is they will erase themselves if you try a password that's wrong too many times. Right, right. And so the way that they want to try to break into it is to have Apple make a customized version of iOS 
update the phone to the custom version of iOS that will not format the device if it's brute forced and will more readily allow them to break into the phone using normal means that they they would use if it was like say a windows machine or something right like that. right um so i'm thinking that apple's probably not gonna get it gonna do it because they don't legally have to and they will th- this will either end the same way it did before where the fbi goes to some israeli company or whatever and yeah. they do it or the FBI will sue Apple, and who knows what will happen from there. Apple has $100 billion in the bank. I think they'll be fine on legal fees. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what a judge will determine in that. Right. So. Like, are you? would they then force you to do that? But then... And then if it, they do, what kind of legal precedent does that set? It sets the precedent where if the FBI asks you to unlock something, but... That you have to, but there's already a legal precedent where, like, say well, you or I get arrested. That you have to unlock something, that you have to actively use your resources to to defeat your own processes. Yeah, and I for the sake of the FBI, and that is like I don't think I think that's too far. I think it is too far as well because there's already the precedent where if you or I get arrested. And you, um, they're like, hey, we think that you have some bad stuff in your phone. You you have to unlock it for us. You don't actually have to unlock it. Nope. Now, they can use your fingerprint. If you have a fingerprint scanner, they can use your fingerprint to unlock it. And they can, like, scan your eye. I think that's fine. Like, they can do the they face can, scan They can use stuff. biometrics. They can yes. use biometrics. But... Um, I've always thought this. I don't know why. I don't do anything criminal. But um, if I ever, you know, hear a cop, I'm just going to turn my phone off and back on. Yeah. Because. uh, I don't know. I I don't think it works anymore on um, newer iOS. But uh, But on the the previous phones from like the, the 7 and maybe the 8 as well. You just mashed on the on the power button a few times, and then it would go into SOS mode and would yeah. immediately lock itself. So, with, yeah, with Android, if you if you reboot your phone, or after, like for me, I think it's just after a set amount of time, like a day or two, um, you'll go to use your fingerprint, and you have to put in a code to unlock it. So they could use biometrics, but because I rebooted my phone, they still wouldn't be able to unlock the phone unless they, you know, brute forced it. So, uh, and, and maybe it's, maybe it's me, I'm weird, but whenever I'm sitting at my house and I hear a doorbell ring, I think it's the cops all the time. Every time I think it's the cops (laughs) and it's, it's because when I was, you know, in high school and, uh, living with my mom, if I heard a knock on the door, it was usually the cops being like, Hey, is, is your mom home? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Whenever you're a known meth head, I yeah, guess exactly, the cops would reasonably know. Mm-hmm. And she was on uh, parole, and with parole, you the cops can come into your house at any time and check your your 
your surroundings. They can check the house to see if there's any drugs laying around or if you're hiding any other criminals there. So, uh, yeah, they've they've done that before. That was fun. I'm happy I don't have that situation anymore, but I still think, like, whenever I hear, like, the UPS person come and ring my doorbell telling me that something's <laughs> here, I'm always like, it's the cops. It's the fuzz. They're, they've got me. That's it. It's all over. <laughs> Start uh, flushing the bags, Bobby. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the Xbox Series X. Is it just the Xbox now? I don't know. It's it's supposed to be the Xbox. Like, this is the Xbox, but it's part of Series X of the Xboxes. I yeah, they're not the getting. What the fuck is Microsoft doing with? The, I, with I the don't marketing? know. I don't know. I don't know. They and this is all because they when. The Xbox 360 came out, the PS3 was coming out, and they didn't want to appear inferior. That's it. That's the whole reason this name sch- naming scheme has happened, is because they do not understand that we wouldn't have given a shit. <laughs> like, we would have just been like, yeah, it's the Xbox 2, whatever. It's just as powerful. No. Like, that's not cool enough. Okay. So, um... The Xbox Series X will launch without any first-party exclusive games. So, um, they, Microsoft Studios uh, Chief Matt Booty, but Booty, said that Microsoft <laughs> wants to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox be, between now and Series X, that they feel that they made a good investment and that we're committed to them with content. So... Uh, what it's saying is that the Xbox Series X will also have PC releases and the original Xbox One will also play the new games that so are it, that are exclusive. All they're doing, yeah. They're, they're doing the same thing as what happened a lot. What happens with every console generation? They're just right. saying that instead of us releasing games only on the new series X console, the games that come out there will also come out on the Xbox one. I, and I of, think, of course they have to, they have to maintain their commitment that all first party games will simultaneously release on PC. Yeah. And I think that actually, um, basically it's just going to be not, Hey, you, you have an Xbox one copy and you have a Xbox series X, co- uh, copy is that the, that one copy will work between both systems. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that, yeah. uh, at least for the digital versions. Right. But like we see this we see this every single time. It's just the only difference here is that they're not going to have Series X exclusive games. It, it, like cuz this happen this happens where you'll get like third party games that mm-hmm. come out on on both generations at the same time. Right. Or, um, so, uh, I was thinking, uh, Twilight Princess, I think. Yeah. Came, and Nintendo yeah. always does this where they'll, they'll release a game. Uh, well, it even happened with, uh, Breath of, with the, Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it came out on Wii U and it came out on Switch at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and the I'm, Wii U version actually played slightly better. Did it? It had a more consistent frame rate. Probably because it was lower, consistently lower resolution. It was consistently, it was a lower resolution. Um, 
because I because when you docked it, I I think it made the resolution higher on the switch. It used but it used uh, adaptive uh, resolution, so it would it would scale the resolution depending on the performance yeah. of the game. The and on- that's why you get some tiny hitches every once in a while. The only thing I didn't like about Breath of the Wild was the pop in. Like, have you did you play Breath of the Wild? I mean, At I all? did, but um, not like a huge amount creature like characters and stuff you well, the, you would start getting yeah. like shot and things would pop in like as they were shooting at you like the draw well, distance was the not wii very version the wii version the draw distance was abysmal oh yeah yeah it was ooh. oh it was pretty but bad on this because i i think that thing only had did, did it only have 512 megs or did it no have no a gig it, of RAM? it had two gigs two gigs of ram it had two gigs of ram really yeah yeah Damn, they must have just really fu- well. Yeah, I mean, they did fuck up that whole architecture and that whole system anyway. Yeah, because like I think the the Switch only has two gigs of RAM as well. It has four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch, uh, blah blah blah. What specs? I want to say it's four. Um, do 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 do. It's a uh, four ARM Cortex A fifty seven cores. Uh, NVIDIA, tech, blah, blah, blah. Memory, 4 gigs. And the Wii U has 2. And it's LDDR4, apparently? Yeah, the RAM. The Wii U has 2 gigs of RAM um, with an AMD processor, an IBM power-based multi-core microprocessor. Well, yeah, that, that was the, the main... The main problem of the Wii U is that they were still using PowerPC. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the the Switch they're doing, uh, uh doing in, Nvidia, yeah, ARM, whatever. Anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a Tegra, but it's got like I, I'm pretty sure it's it's like a if it's not no, it's not a Snapdragon. It it is a custom. It's an ARM Cortex Nvidia CPU, but yeah, ARM it's just Cortex an ARM 8, Cortex. Yeah. It's uh yeah yeah. yeah. And they they've hit it out of the park with the switch. I'm just saying, they've hit it out of the park. Wow! In according to this, it actually has higher shader throughput than the Xbox One. What what does the original one? Oh, the switch. That doesn't that it doesn't ha- surprise me. It has me. overall like lower memory bandwidth and obviously like computing power, but it yeah. has a, a higher CPU frequency and I've, slightly I've, higher shader throughput. I think I'm getting rid of my. Uh my xbox one i think i'm gonna i don't i don't blame you at all uh i i was i haven't played it in like two years the only game i have for it that i may play in the future would be rock band and even then i know i i'm in the same boat because i'm like "Eh," because yeah like the ones the the 360 and ps3 versions are hackable uh, of rock band and you can add hundreds of custom songs to them so like why would i play the xbox one version? yeah and so um i was just i was just sitting in one of my my chats today and one of my friends was like yeah so i have a i like there's this kid apparently that the parents don't really like give them anything nice basically like it's not that they it's not that they don't want to it's that they can't really afford to buy you nice got a things. poor family. Yeah, we have a poor family. And she was like, yeah, they're they're trying. They just started like a donation thing because the kid gets really good grades and they want to reward him for getting really good grades and stuff. 
And I was like, she's like, so they're gonna try to get him an Xbox One S or or one of the Xbox One S um, did all digital versions refurbished. And I'm like, I have I have an original Xbox One that he can have. And she's like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't care. I haven't played it in like two years. <laughs> yeah, it's it seriously has just collected dust. Exactly. So like, so I I was like, yeah, I'll I'll go wipe it and I can send it to you. You you probably gonna have to get a controller because I I I like my controllers. <laughs> like that's so basically so, it. Like I I do wanna I wanna bring up here though that this makes perfect sense with the way that Microsoft has been strategizing over the last few years. Yeah. They the don't... bottom line is Microsoft does not give a shit about whether or not you buy the new Xbox. No, they All don't. All Microsoft cares about is whether or not you play Xbox games. Mm-hmm. And that's, and like, that's how they, it should be. That's it, It's not a bad move, especially with the way that everything is going. Like, like I, I know a lot of people hate it on the Xbox One when it when it was originally announced but you and i both agreed that there were good ideas in oh, yeah. there whenever whenever they were like it's always online and well like the okay the was, family it, sh- it the, was the family sharing yeah thing. like yeah like that was cool and the way that they were they were planning to leverage cloud in their games it was it was too soon it was absolutely way too soon but it's. I think it was that Microsoft got way ahead of themselves and thought that society was ready for that whenever it was not. And I think that this is going to be them taking the first in several more steps. Not, not necessarily even the first, but a, a, a big step in several other steps to move towards what their original vision for the Xbox One was. Yeah. Which, it, barring the whole, like, it's your you know your tv thingy i don't i don't think it's that so much but that it is a gateway to microsoft's ecosystem it is a gateway drug yeah and you should all do just like the marijuana you you should all do drugs you smoke the marijuana you inject marijuana into your veins yep and the next thing you know you're 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 sorting the cocaine It's, it's that's how it goes and that's what Microsoft wants to be your cocaine dealer. Right. They want you to come in with an Xbox One or an Xbox One Series X One X XXX Tentacion and buy Game Pass and then you'll be playing all of the new games that they come out with and that'll be enough for you because you're a peasant. They don't care either way because you're giving them ten bucks a month for their bullshit. You know the fun, the funniest thing to me is that Oregon has had legal weed for like three years now, four years now, something like that, um, maybe even longer, and uh, our our drug rates are not going up. The amount of no. like the the hardcore drugs like heroin and stuff like that, they are not going up. But we do get like eighty five million dollars more a year <laughs> in tax revenue. Yeah, uh, the the day, uh, the New Year's Day. Uh, whenever, because it's it's legal here now. So, and so I just want I want to read you something, and then we're gonna move on to uh, the last story. I said that I said um, 
I'm not a huge fan of weed. I think it smells fucking awful. Uh, but I do think that it should be legal and it should be taxed. Just because I don't like something doesn't mean that I don't that I want to control other people's lives. Somebody replied to me on Twitter, said, I'm not a fan of weed either, but I'm beyond taxation. And I'm just like, oh, fuck you. It says, I think people should be able to freely grow in their yard without fear. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, he's obviously. How do you uh, get, how do you get so many libertarians in your life? I don't fucking happen? know. I <laughs> it's, You just draw libertarians to you. I, I'm beyond tax. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus. Not I, how society works, you fucking dipshit. Yeah, like. I get it. You don't like taxes and you want to smoke weed. I fucking get it. That's what a libertarian is. <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro. I I agree. But guess what? It ain't how it fucking works. Like, like not yeah. everybody can own their own company as much as I would love that. Like, well, it's just not. And the whole, the whole market will fucking correct its, or market will regulate itself. No, it won't. We it, have it'll, history. It'll do that. It'll do that if we're in like, the 1900s whenever like there is no major infrastructure not even to then. be able to, to no, form no, conglomerates not even then i fucking read there's a book called the poison squad i urge everyone to read it it's on amazon it's like 15 bucks and the poison squad goes through and it details a lot of the shady shit people would do in an unregulated market oh well yeah they yeah, would take before before like the FDA showed up. You like you want to talk about fucking fucking uh, sawdust and Taco Bell food? Shit, son. Yeah, they like, would. They would put. You were just eating poison half the time. Yeah, they would put. Um, in order, they they would take milk and they'd water down milk, but to make it creamier, to make it look like milk again, they would take calf brain and mix it in. <laughs> they would like saute that shit in there. Um. They would take uh, just dust, and they'd call it pepper. <laughs> just, just fucking dust. Just fucking dust. Like, like... fucking the unre And then the f the, the, they didn't have an FDA, but they had a group of researchers that were going through and testing these substances and being like, "What is in this? What is in this?" You know the reason we have to have fucking tags on our mattresses, and it's illegal for us to cut them off. It's because the people would literally just put random shit in mattresses and not have them labeled and be like, oh, yeah, there's feathers in there, when in reality it was like sawdust. Sawdust and, and so, like goat shit. And so, they made, yeah, and so they made a regulation that said that if you produce a mattress, you have to have a list of ingredients on it of what's in the mattress. And then when they got to the the mattress store the person would cut off the tags because there was no law against cutting out the tags you had to make it with a tag but there was no law against cutting it off so then they had to make the law where you had to cut off tags Be or you had to you can't cut off tags because people were fucking you over and that's what an unregulated market will do the market will the market will not regulate itself because people are greedy motherfuckers who will screw you over every chance they get. Libertarianism is fucking stupid. That's my rant. 
we're going to move on to uh, Final Fantasy MMORPG. They're coming out with a new one. Not only are they coming out with a new... it's This isn't Final Fantasy XI Mobile, which apparently I haven't heard that it's canceled, so it may still exist. Did did you did you know that they were making a mobile version of Final Fantasy Eleven? No. Yeah, yeah, they were apparently they were doing that. I don't know if they canceled it, but uh, I haven't heard. Anyway, I like the comment that says, "quote The game will be released in China first. Unquote. You could have said the whole thing was garbage earlier in the article. <laughs> <laughs> so Final Fantasy, the the Final Fantasy I would want the least to be made into an MMORPG is being made into an MMORPG Final Fantasy 15 but it's it's a mobile MMO it's a mobile why why would you do that it's it's because it's China (laughs) they're just absolutely 100% just going China give us money please now and China will give them money Final Fantasy 15 uses a combat system very similar to uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't know if you played mm-hmm. either of those games. And I don't like that combat system. I really, really don't. I don't mind action combat systems like uh, Devil May Cry, stuff like that. Dark Souls even. Uh, and I like turn-based co- combat systems. But I've in in Kingdom Hearts and in Final Fantasy 15, I never felt like I was in control of my characters when I was in combat. Oh, really? Just net, it always felt off because it's like a mixture of uh, action combat and a turn-based combat, and I just never feel like I'm doing what I want to do, especially in Final Fantasy 15. Uh, Kingdom like Hearts 15, was a little bit I better. I felt that definitely. Kingdom yeah. Hearts is is just an action RPG in my mind. It it still has a little bit of that turn based stuff to it, so uh, it's not as bad as I was as I was saying. It's not as bad as Final fifteen Final Fantasy fifteen, but it's I still don't like the combat system. I'd rather it just be action combat or turn based combat. Don't go fucking in the middle. That's my that's my take on it. So, what do you think about Final Fa- Fantasy fifteen mobile? Oh man, I already didn't give a shit about Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. And I already didn't give a shit about Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Yeah. And wow, I'm really not going to care about a mobile MMO of Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I if I had lots of money, I would pay you to review that game in Chinese. <laughs> Because uh, that would that would be real fun. Because if I won the lottery, most of my money would go towards just making my friends suffer for money. Feel <laughs> uh, like here you... says uh, ching ching chong ming mong. Uh, no, ming mong ping pong. No, stop it. Ping, no, ching, no, I don't want to have to mute the podcast. I don't. Ching well, we can't we can't air this in China anymore. That's good. <laughs> Uh, there goes uh, there goes all that money. Yep. Anyway. Oopsie. Um, the upcoming game is set in parallel Final F- Fantasy 15 world that takes place right after Noctis begins his journey. 
Uh, the mobile game will feature new full-scale regions to explore. The developers say they hope to bring the original console's experiences. Wait, sorry. The original content <laughs> console experiences flashy action and graphics. That's just that's, uh, it's, it's a that's weird some English right there. Yeah, it's a weird way to word that. The original console experiences flashy action and graphics to mobile with touch-based controls. Uh, trailer is expected the first half of this year, along with concrete released details. So, uh, global release is planned, apparently. So, uh, don't don't support this. Don't don't do it. Fi- you know, a, a Fantasy Star Online Two is coming out in North America in like April, right? Something like that. Fuck, I don't know. It's only going to be on Xbox. Uh, and PC. Oh, is are they putting it on PC at the same time? Yeah. Uh, let's, oh, okay. Let's see. Let's make sure. Let's make sure. Fantasy Star 2 Online PC English release. Uh, yeah. So Fantasy Star oh. Online 2 comes to America, but not Europe, in spring 2020. Um... Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see what it says about PC. It says, uh, announced too much surprise during the Microsoft E3 presser is headed to Windows 10 on PC next spring in America. So, yeah, it's it's also going to be obviously on the Xbox, but it's an Xbox exclusive. All Xbox exclusive games are coming to PC. Well, for uh, Xbox first party published games well yeah but this is i think they are publishing i I think microsoft is probably publishing it in america so yeah that maybe that counts yeah that's that's why they were able to do that so um uh it's It's a very interesting move on microsoft's part but yeah it says here fancy star 2 will be released in spring 2020 for windows pc and xbox one oh cool yeah, so we'll we'll just play that, people. Fantasy Star Online Two is gonna be way better than fucking this yeah, it's abomination. Supposedly, like the best MMO ever made. Uh, I don't know shit about it. So the best anime MMO ever made, I think. I don't know about yeah, the best. It's a pretty MMO. low bar. <laughs> it it really is. Anyway, that is our show for the day. I want to thank you, Aroa, for being here. Yeah, no problem. Uh. And I, of of course, will be back next week. And I just want you to know that I am now at 2,072 experience. And I have to get up to 5,000 experience points to get my next upgrade, which means I get to play my Fizz better, which is the name of which is the name of the um, the name of the instrument that I can play. Uh, and then I level up, and I will be able to get Star Wars 2 song. So I get another song I can play. Um, after that, the next level, I get to play the Fanfar. And uh, after that, I get to play the Clue Horn. So, and uh, I hate myself. Please, just... <laughs> Play with me, Aroa. It'll be fun. Anyway, thank you for being here. (laughs) We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.